Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show on Transformation Talk Radio. I'm Sue London, filling the host seat today for my special friend, Dr. Pat. Stay with us for the next hour and let us inspire you and help you to create that life that you desire. Now, I want to invite you to uh, connect with me after the show through my personal website, AskSueLondon.com. And when you go to the website, Uh, Sign up for the free newsletter because when you sign up for that newsletter, I'm going to send you 10 weekly inspiring videos that are filled with tools and techniques to help you to get over those challenges in your life. So check that all out at AskSueLondon.com. Now, folks, we have got such a special show for you today because it's Nellie Olson and Little House on the Prairie Day here at the Dr. Pat Show. Now, folks, I have to tell you, first of all, that Alison Arngram, our guest who actually played Nellie Olson, is absolutely nothing like the character. Alison has got to be one of the most amazing people that I have ever interviewed. She is so loving, she's courageous, and she's really making a positive difference in our world. And I am so proud and honored to share her with you all today. Today, you're going to smile but you may also feel your, your heart touched at the same time. So let me tell you before we bring Allison on a bit about her. Allison is best known to viewers worldwide for her portrayal of the incredibly nasty Nellie Olson on the much-loved, long-running hit television series Little House on the Prairie. And she continues to amuse audiences through her many film, television, and stage appearances. As a stand-up comedian, Allison has headlined at nightclubs such as the Laugh Factory, the Comedy Store, the Improv in Los Angeles, as well as the Cutting Room in New York and assorted comedy venues all across the United States and Canada. Now, in 1986, when her friend and little house husband co-star Steve Tracy passed away due to complications of HIV, Allison immediately began volunteering at AIDS Projects Los Angeles. She continues to serve on the Ambassador Council of the AIDS Project Los Angeles, and she currently serves on the National Advisory Board of the National Association to Protect Children. That website for that, and we'll share it again later, is protect.org. And their mission is to give children a legal and political voice in the war against child abuse. I told you she was pretty amazing. Now, today we're going to talk about Allison's new book, Confessions of a Prairie Bitch, How I Survived Nellie Olson and Learned to Love Being Hated. 
So before we get started, before we bring Allison on, I want to share with you the call-in number because today you can call in and ask Allison your questions. You can phone and just simply say, hi, Allison, I love you, and share your comments about the show. Uh, The number to call is 1-800-930-2819. That number again is 1-800-930-2819. And you can also ask your questions through the instant feedback area on the homepage on TransformationTalkRadio.com website. So, Allison, my friend, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me again. (laughs) So, you've had a pretty busy week, I understand. Yes, I just got home uh, last night, actually. Yeah. I was in, let's see, where did I start? The whole, I had a busy month. I left uh, on July 11th for uh, Mankato. I went to Mankato, Minnesota, okay. which if you watch the show, Little House in the Prairie, you read any of the books by Laura Ingalls Wilder. You know, she lived yeah. in Walnut Grove, but the family was constantly going to Mankato. So, and, there, okay, yeah, so let's, go ahead. Go ahead. sorry to cut, to cut you off. So there, these places are real. That was on the show. Laura Ingalls Wilder, yes, is a famous American author who okay. was born in about 18, gosh, 64, 65, I guess, in okay. Pepin, Wisconsin, as Laura Ingalls. Mm-hmm. And they lived on the prairie, and she married Almanza Wilder, and mm-hmm. she started publishing books with HarperCollins in the 1930s. And the books of Little House on the Prairie have been translated to every language in the world in every country for the last 70-odd years, yes. Yeah, but but the actual locations, they were real then, like Walnut Grove. Yes, that's yes. she was place. born in Pepin, Wisconsin, and she lived in Good. Walnut Grove, and they moved to DeSmet, South Dakota. And, and yes, so um, wow. these are all real places, real cities that still exist with real I, people in them, yes. Wow, I did, I did not know that. Wow. And so, and Laura Ingalls is a real person, and Omanza was a real person, and, and uh, Charles and Caroline. Now, in the TV show, they indeed, as the years weren't added, people like, there's no Albert Ingalls, and they adopted Albert. That's made up, yes. Oh, okay. But the the books, indeed, are, she's a real famous author named Laura Ingalls Wilder, and she really lived in the United States of America, and the places are real. And what? she lived in Walnut Grove. Uh-huh. And if you go to Walnut Grove, Minnesota, which is where most of the books, like Banks of Plum Creek and a lot of the stories take place, okay. um, the place they first lived, which was called a Saudi house, mm-hmm. dug into the side of a hill, uh, the site of where that is is still there with a sign marking it, and there's a museum. There's museums oh. all over the country in wow. places she lived, Independence, Kansas, Dismet, South Dakota, et cetera. Wow. Wow. You you're, uh, you know your history from uh, quite well here, girl. Oh, you know, they, have, they get thousands and thousands of visitors at all of these sites every year from all over the world. Well, now, did you just recently do a reunion, too? Well, uh, we, ha- we haven't been able to have a cast reunion. We, uh, we try to get reunions of a bunch of us together every couple of years for fan <laughs> events. We've done some at the, these places. Uh, um, Dean Butler, for instance, was Almanza, was it also in Mankato, because he's got a documentary about the music of that era of Little House called Paw's Fiddle, which are all the songs that Charles Ingalls would have been playing on his fiddle, but played now by famous country and western stars and a whole marvelous documentary did about that music. So he was exhibiting that documentary in Mankato. Mankato has an event called Laura Palooza, and it's authors and librarians and historians. So I was at Mankato for Laura Palooza. Then I was in Walnut Grove. Okay. for their uh, Little House in the Prairie days, also with Charlotte Stewart. It was Miss Beadle on the show was also there. Oh. So I got to hang out with her. Charlotte Stewart and I went to Mall of America, and you had Miss Beadle and Nellie Olson having lunch at Hooters in the Mall of America, if you can imagine. <laughs> that, that's really hard to picture. 
<laughs> oh, it was awesome. And then, because I'd never been to Hooters. I went, who goes there? I have to see this place. Um, so we went on a lark to Hooters. And then I, after I did, so I was in Walnut Grove in Mankato. Mm-hmm. And then I went over to St. Paul, where I did my show in St. Paul, Minnesota. And okay. then I went over to uh, Wisconsin, again, birthplace of Laura Ingalls, at okay. a marvelous place called Heritage Hills near Green Bay and did a whole event there. So uh-huh. I've been working all month since July 11th, yes. Yeah, well, well, I, I when I heard your schedule, I have to tell you, I I uh, hope you got my message. I really appreciate you coming your your day back on and um, coming on the show with me today and inspiring all the listeners because I know when you travel a lot, do you go through jet lake? You probably would you have a little that? No, too bad. I mean, there's yeah. only a two hour difference out there on the prairie, okay. but um, I mean, as soon as I arrive, hit the ground running between the press and the interviews and events. And man, has it been hot out on the prairie too? You know, it's yeah. it's been in the high 90s, occasional hundreds out there, and and I'm used to California where it gets hot, but it's not quite so humid. Well, so I was in Minnesota where it is insanely humid, so I was a bit hot know, for about the month. Well, you know Canada, um, yeah. and we have had it extremely hot, very humid, like 120, which is oh man, oh very man, unusual. yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. had hundreds down here, and and I think the East Coast still a mess with the temperatures and the thunderstorms. But yeah, yeah it was it was blistering over there in Minnesota. <laughs> wow. Now, when you travel, do you have cats, don't you? I just have the one cat now. Our dear Hannibal passed away in uh, December there, but our kitty Clarice is alive and kicking. She's very upset about the fact that I travel, yes. Now, you don't take her with you? Oh, heavens, can you imagine dragging a poor cat on the road? I mean, yeah. dogs, I guess you can do that. I see people travel with dogs. Well, that's dogs what we're doing right now. Can you imagine dragging a cat onto seven different planes and cities? That cat would go nuts. Yeah, and cats don't like traveling on planes, do they? hate it. They hate yeah. it. They don't even like I... traveling in cars. I know, like with dogs, the the um, the uh, their ears really affect them from the pressure. Oh, and then Clarice yeah. is generally we call her bipolar kitty. She's not very you know well tempered to begin with, and okay. and of course it would be pretty bad if I took the cat and left the husband at home. So if I start <laughs> taking anybody, I will take the husband before I take the cat. Well, that's a good thing. That's absolutely a good thing. Now uh, you've got a great book out, Confessions of a Indeed. Prairie Bitch. Yeah, it's doing so well. I'm so happy about this. I wrote this book. I've been dying to write a book for ages. My friends kept saying, you've got to do a book. You have to do a book. You have all these crazy stories. Yeah. And uh, so finally, I did write uh, Confessions of a Prairie Bitch, How I Survived, Nellie Olson, Alert to Love Being Hated. Yeah. And it came out in uh, June 2010 and paperback 2011. Okay. It's a uh, hardcover, paperback, Kindle, and it even came out in French. Well, and you can get it in French. You can order it hardcover, or you can get it in French on your Kindle if you want to. Now it's so wow. crazy. That's um, great. And they just they love it here. They love it in France. I get I get fan mail from all over the world from it. Wow! And, and folks, I can tell you, I have read the book, and it really touched my heart. The things that this girl has gone through, um, it, it's amazing. And Allison, I've shared this with you. When I was first asked to interview you, I was scared of you. <laughs> and I said to my husband, I don't think I can interview her. She's too scary. But you're such an amazing actress. And I just feel like, you know, I've I've just made this great friendship with you that, um, you know, you're from Vancouver, even though you think I have a Canadian accent. And I'm purposely uh, not yep. going to say A to you. <laughs> uh, a. Yeah. And you know? we, we 
but, you uh, say it. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, folks? I, I really want to encourage you to get uh, Allison's book because it really is an amazing story. Now, Allison, what I want to do is take a break, and then when we come back, let's share with everyone the behind-the-scenes of what you went through. Sound okay. good? Sure. Okay, so folks, hang on. Uh, we're going to take a, a quick break, and you're listening to The Dr. Pat Show with Stu London and my guest, Allison Argram. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Just stop what you're thinking right now and ask yourself, if I could have anything I desired, what would it be? Now expand that energy beyond anything you have ever imagined. That energy, that is you. What if you could have access to that all the time? Curing the incurable are for those that desire a different possibility with their life and their body. Does that excite your molecules? Well, check out Liam's website at liamphillips.com. The hit radio show Authenticity Rising with Christine and Sabrina is energizing people everywhere to rise to the occasion of their lives. Do you feel overwhelmed by all the information out there that's designed to improve your life? Do you feel that you're destined to become more? Are you sometimes afraid to fully express who you are? Let Authenticity Rising with Christine and Sabrina help you to step into true empowerment, leading you to greater joy, ease, and abundance. Co-host Christine Upchurch and Sabrina Fritz invite you to join them every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio and rise to the occasion of your life. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and I want to share something amazing with you. If you're sick of information and ready for an extreme transformation, then check out world-renowned energy healer Ann Taylor at FasterQuickerBetter.com. She's been creating miracles in tens of thousands of people's lives for over 16 years, and I'm one of those people. You, too, can easily do the same by simply listening to her recordings. If you want to miraculously eliminate fears, worries, and negative beliefs, then you owe it to yourself to purchase her amazing package, which includes over 50 pieces of healing work. Thanks to Anne's 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Hurry over to FasterBetterQuicker.com and finally experience the quantum leap in consciousness that you truly deserve. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners, award-winning host Dr. Pat Basili is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Back on the Dr. Pat Show, I'm Sue London, filling the hostie today for my wonderful friend, Dr. Pat. My guest today is actress Allison Arngrim, and we're talking about life on Little House on the Prairie and Allison playing the famous Nellie Olson. Um, Allison, you've been through a lot. You, as um, playing Nellie Olson, had a lot of stuff happening in front of the scenes and behind the scenes. Can we talk about that now? Well, absolutely, yeah. I mean, 
When I got the role of Nellie, I mean, I've had so many people write to me and tell me how Little House on the Prairie really helped them in their lives and how they really, like, needed the character of Nellie as an outlet for them because of uh, problems they'd experienced as kids, how they wished their family could have been like Little House on the Prairie. And I'm really kind of in the same boat because when I was a little girl, I was sexually abused from the age of six till I was nine years old. Mm-hmm. And I never told anyone, and I was carrying that secret, and I was suffering all manner of, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder and stress-related issues, and really felt awful. And the thing when you're when you're sexually abused, when you're a victim of incest, is you have all of this anger, really rage, that you're carrying yeah. around that you have nowhere to put it, because as a child, you're not in a position to lash out at your attacker, and when right. you don't tell anyone, nothing happens. So there's no there's no ending to it. It's just, well... This gets done to you, and you have you you don't get to fight back. You don't get anything, yeah. and you're just sitting on it. And of all the bizarre things to happen, I wind up playing Nellie Olson, mm-hmm. a girl who yells and screams and throws things and is angry and is openly angry and breaks stuff and hits people. And it was this unbelievable emotional psychological release that I was able to let all that out. It was also really crazy because here I was someone who'd been a victim of bullies. I got beat up at school. I was beaten up at home. So I was more the person who would be attacked by a Nellie Olsen in real life. Yeah. And now I was playing this terrifying person that everyone was afraid of. Mm-hmm. It was really quite fantastic. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I watch that show still. My husband and I still watch it. And, and I have a grandson. I don't know if I told you that. So I have a six-year-old grandson. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And I, great. I just found out this weekend I'm going to be a grandma again. Oh, my. Congratulations. I am, I'm so excited. But our grandson will come over, and he'll watch the show with us, and he'll say, that girl is so mean. And Ross will say, yeah, Grandma knows that girl. She's talked to her. Oh, did she scare <laughs> you, Grandma? <laughs> so uh, all generations, you know, you real, you continue to touch them. And, and you were saying uh, during the break that when you were doing your event... Mm-hmm. Some kids were kind of pulled away. Oh, from- absolutely! I've been a terrifying small children since 1974. Yeah. Um, I was signing autographs, and people kept bringing their kids up, and the kids in line would say, "Oh, this is great! Come meet Nellie Olson, Little House of the Prairie, get her autograph." And then they'd get up there, and the mother said, "Now go stand next to her for a photo." And they'd panic. They'd see yeah. me, and they did not want to come near me. And yeah. then other people would have very small children say, "Oh, here, honey," and they'd pick them up. Do you want to hold the baby or the toddler? Yeah. And I'd say, "I don't think that's a good idea." And sure enough, they'd start crying. I said, "I've been." Scared Scaring kids since 1974. I don't know. I'll totally terrorize your poor child. You start waving them around me. No thanks. Well, folks, I am here to make the record straight that this girl is amazing. She is such a nice girl. So no more being scared of her, okay? <laughs> Just uh, when you see Allison, please don't throw stuff at her. Go give her a hug. And now saying that, Allison, you had things thrown at you, didn't you? I have. It's kind of hilarious now, but mm-hmm. yeah, I was about 16, and it was the height of the show, the middle of the 70s, and I was in um, the parade we have out here, the uh, Santa Claus Lane Hollywood Christmas Parade. Okay. And I'm going down the street in the parade, and first thing I notice, there are people who, once they read the sign on the car, it says, I'm Nellie Olsen, start booing. Now, I thought that was sort of funny, because they were sort of kidding, like, oh, she's the villain, boo-boo. But yeah. then someone threw a cup of McDonald's orange soda at my head, smacked wow. me right in the side of the head with a cup of stuff. And I was stunned at first. It was like, oh, Merry Christmas, whack. Yeah. But then I thought, well, at least it wasn't a beer bottle. And, and then I thought, somebody was so angry, mm-hmm. they threw away an almost half-full cup of soda just to fling it at me. 
I thought, I must be really good. Yeah. I mean, what nerve did I strike that someone believed it so strongly that at the sight of me they threw their drink? But, you and, know, and so I really had a nerve. You. Yeah, I was going to say, how does that make you feel when you're sitting there having this thrown at you? Doesn't that upset you? Well, I mean, that's the thing is, I, I, you know, unlike apparently some people out there, I actually understand that TV, the people don't live in a little box. Yeah. Um, TV is actually, they film it and put it on and they broadcast it, and yeah. that they're actors. I was raised in a family of actors, and so mm-hmm. even as a child, I understood the difference between real and pretend, yeah. and that people go on TV to movies and act. I mean, my mother was the voice of Casper the Friendly Ghost and Gummy, right. and she was neither a ghost nor a green ball of clay. No. So <laughs> it's like, to me, even as a kid, it seemed ludicrous, almost funny to say, oh, she was on TV. She must be mean. I thought, well, how silly. I mean, people who play yeah. vampires don't really drink blood, and yeah. someone plays a werewolf, they don't really howl at the moon. Yeah. But yet, not kids. Grown-ups couldn't make the separation. Grown people would come yeah. up to me and be terrified of me and think I was really that mean. Wow. And I was stunned at first, but then I thought, you have to do a very good job because most same people will watch TV and say, oh, that person's a very good actor. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily freak out and think it's real unless there's something going on about the show, the way it's written and the way it's played that is so intense mm-hmm. that people lose all sense of reality and buy into the character that years later they seriously wonder if they should be scared of the actor. Oh, yeah. So well, it's an ultimate. It's a great compliment, really. Yeah, but... My gosh, I, I don't I don't know if I could handle that. I know I've always been in my past very very sensitive. Some even said something to me, I'd cry. I would take it very personally. So you and and the fact that you're going through abuse. One thing you didn't share was who was abusing you. Oh, that's exactly. you want well, to touch it was, on. It was my own brother because I was yeah. left uh, alone with him. My parents decided that my brother would make a good babysitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess because he was free. Uh, mm-hmm. And this, of course, was a bad idea. And this. This happens a lot. This is how children get sexually abused. Yeah. You know, everyone's concerned about children being kidnapped or sexually abused by strangers in malls and places, and absolutely that happens. And there are school teachers who sexually abuse children and priests and ministers, but it's usually someone close to the child. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why you see the swim coach, the football coach, and the priest and the school teacher, because they have access to the kids and the children know them and trust them. Yeah. But the number one person who is most likely, sadly, to be the person who's going to sexually abuse a kid, is one of their own relatives, someone in their family, because who they see every single day. Mm-hmm. And that's why when you hear about people sexually abused, the majority of them are sexually abused by their father, their stepfather, their grandfather, their uncle, or their brother. Wow. And I was left alone with my brother, and mm-hmm. I was sexually abused and beaten and emotionally abused, and pretty much you name it. And... Mm-hmm. I have people I talk to, this is how it happens. They're left alone with a dad, a stepfather, a mom, a boyfriend, and that's where they get abused, not outside them. And it's worse because this is the person you trust. Mm -hmm. The family trusts them, thinks they're going to take care of the kid, Mm -hmm. and they very often won't believe the child because this is a trusted person. If it was a stranger and the child came and said they were abused, A, they would believe them. B, they would want to do something right away. But when it's a relative some of the family trusts, they have difficulty believing it, and then they want to protect the abuser, mm-hmm. and they want to protect the system and the family system. It's really quite awful. And as a child, you're then afraid to speak out because everyone loves this person as a member of your family. Yeah. You trusted them. You mm-hmm. thought you could trust this person, and you don't feel you have any recourse. They're in a position of authority over you. Mm-hmm. They're, they're older than you. They're your family member. You were told to do what they told you. 
Mm-hmm. It's a terrible position to be in, it's just, which is why incest and being sexually abused by someone in your circle of trust is so, so much worse mm-hmm. than when it's a stranger. So can I ask you something? Because we've got listeners listening and they're like, oh my gosh, well, how can I watch for this? What kind of signs would you say adults should be looking for if they see children going through this that are close to them? Well, the thing is, by today's standards, it was really, really obvious. It was the 60s when nobody looked for anything and there were no brochures being handed out about how to look for abuse and there weren't Mm -hmm. TV commercials about it every 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Now, it seems obvious. I mean... When your child suddenly has a change in behavior, they were outgoing before, now they're shy. They were shy, now they're outgoing. Something has suddenly shifted. They were doing well in school, now they're not. Mm -hmm. Sudden shifts right away. You want to see, what is that? It might be something else. Maybe there's somebody at school they don't like. I don't know, but there's something going on. If they say, I don't want to be left with this person. Yeah. Now, maybe they don't like them for a multitude of reasons. Mm-hmm. You need to find out what's going on. Maybe that person, maybe the babysitter's falling asleep in front of the TV and leaving them unattended for hours. You don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But when they say, don't leave me with this person, investigate, find out why. I said repeatedly, don't leave me alone with him. And nobody mm-hmm. thought, it wasn't taken seriously. Wow. And so I was left alone with him again and again. I absolutely, I was wetting the bed. I was having nightmares. I was crying all the time. I was exhibiting all sorts of bizarre, clingy behavior. Um, I was falling asleep in school every day. No one took any of these symptoms seriously. Wow. I threw up. I was sick. Nobody noticed. If your kid is suddenly sick, take him to the doctor. If something is wrong, if your child is behaving strangely and is afraid and says, don't leave me with this person, find out why. Maybe you'll get lucky and it'll be something benign and not a serious, horrible reason. Yeah. But by all means, find out why, because obviously it's important enough to your kid. They brought it up. Right. Uh, And then the, the possibility is there. It is absolutely there that it's sexual abuse and you need to know and it has to, because you might have a chance to stop it. Maybe. You'll get there when it's only happened one or two times. Yeah, well, you as know, as opposed to consigning your child to years of abuse. I um, and I've always, when my kids were younger, they're grown up now, and our last baby actually flew the nest a couple they're months great. ago. So we're empty nesters now with dogs. <laughs> but when my kids were young, I volunteered in the school all the time. Mm-hmm. And my oldest daughter, gosh, when she was in grade one, she was coming home. She couldn't sleep at night. She was feeling sick to her stomach. Uh-huh. And all kinds of things were happening, and I thought, what the heck is going on here? So that's when I started going into her class on a more regular basis. And right. there was a boy that was sitting beside her, and he was pinning her against her locker, and he was sticking his tongue in her ear. And I thought, right. what, what is this all about, you know? And, and if you were a grown person and you it, did that to someone at work, you'd be yeah. cited for sexual harassment and fired on the spot, wouldn't but you? But you know, do you know what surprised me? I went to the teacher and said, like, I'm seeing this. Are you not seeing this? Like, do you not right. think this is strange? The teacher didn't notice this was happening? She noticed. She says, well, what do you want me to do about it? You know, uh, so maybe tell the boy stop that and go to the principal's office. Stop I, harassing well, I, this poor kid. I brought it to the attention, and the boy was being sexually abused, and we got you know it taken care of. But um, so, folks, take note, take notice of these things. Okay, it's really important, and you're hearing from Allison what happened to her. Um, on this note, we're going to take a quick break, and then we would come back more with Allison. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 
Tune in each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com to the Elizabeth Anglin Show, your psychic connection to your soul's path. Elizabeth takes you to the Universal Etheric Space Library, where soul records and life lesson plans are stored. This live call-in show will help you decide what your life plan is through the help of your guides and guardian angels. Visit ElizabethAnglin.com or call 1-888-640-4893 to schedule your reading with psychic medium, animal communicator, Elizabeth Anglin. Did anyone teach you to be a parent? What if there were tools that could make your job a whole lot easier? Glenna Rice invites you to be the questionable parent you truly be in a dynamic teleseries designed to empower parents to know that they know and give you the awareness required to create ease and joy between you and your children. Check out GlennaRice.com to learn more and to book a private session or dial 415-235-2807. Get inspired. Create the life you desire with internationally known radio host and motivational speaker, Sue London. Sue inspires millions of people to overcome difficult or traumatic situations in their lives. People feel hope, courage, and are ready to move forward after hearing Sue speak. Book motivational speaker Sue London for your next event at AskSueLondon.com. That's AskSueLondon.com. Have you ever wanted to join a yoga class yet felt self-conscious or simply didn't have the time? Now you can bring live kundalini yoga into your home with KRI certified Dr. Ann Taylor. You will learn a scientific technology of movement, mantra, meditation, and breathing techniques designed to balance your mind, body, and spirit. Sign up today for our free newsletter and receive your first class free. Visit Ann with an E, Taylor.com. Do you dream of being on the amazing race? Well, here's your chance. Grab a friend and prepare for an exhilarating race around the city when City Solve Urban Race comes to your city. Teams of two will solve clues and face fun challenges while racing around the city. The winning team gets $300 and a chance to be in the Las Vegas Championship race to compete for a grand prize of $5,000. Not only will you have a ton of fun, you'll also be helping a good cause. A portion of the proceeds will benefit a local charity. To start racing, go to City solveurbanrace.com Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Dr. Pat Show with Sue London, and it's Nellie Olson Day here today, folks. <laughs> Allison, I always love having you on. You oh, and I could you. talk for hours and hours. <laughs> um, before the break, we were talking about, you know, what signs to look for if your child is, you know, acting strange, you know, looking for abuse, sexual, physical, emotional abuse. 
where do you suggest if someone's going through stuff? Like I shared that I just went right to the principal when I saw some odd behavior happening and, with this boy. And you boy. were right because it was, it was yeah. bullying and harassing behavior taking yeah. place on school grounds. And from what you're telling me, a very, very young child really yeah, acting out in a very strange way, you know, pushing yeah. your daughter and all that. And then that's the thing is then what you often find out is that this kid is having problems. They're not doing him any favor. Right. By ignoring it, mm-hmm. because the kid who's acting out may be being physically and or sexually abused. Something terrible may be happening to them. Exactly. And just saying, boys will be boys, girls will be girls, just because this kid is raining havoc on the, you know, playground. Yeah. No, they may be in trouble and desperately need help. And to ignore that sort of behavior is not doing the victim or the bully any kind of a service. Exactly. So someone so- has to step and say, what's going on? And... Um, this is really comes. So you want to know what's going on, and the school does have a responsibility to step in. They really have been ignoring stuff over the last few years, yeah. which is crazy because almost every state, every school actually has specific rules mm-hmm. against bullying. Mm-hmm. That it is, in fact, school policy to, to discipline bullies, to ask them to stop, to expel people, and they don't. They just think, I'm just going to pretend this isn't happening. And, in fact, reporting is, in fact, the law. Uh, reporting actual sexual abuse that you think you know of is the law at schools. Teachers so, are mandated reporters, but they don't report. No, and let me ask you this. Okay, so say someone's witnessing something. Like, for me, I, I noticed it happening. I went to the principal, and mm-hmm. something wasn't done to my satisfaction quick enough, so I went to the supervisor of the school yeah, board. You, you follow the chain of command. Absolutely, right. you're absolutely correct. Okay, so we've got I mean, people... sometimes it's as simple as the teacher will do it, and if not, yeah. then you go to the principal, and then you have to go over their head. But let's say it's not happening at school. Maybe you think it's in your neighbor's house. Maybe it's your neighbor's child. You, do you say these people should call the police, or should they go to the website protect.org? Well, we have a number, the national number, 1-800-4-A-CHILD, okay. which is Child Help USA, which is a okay. very, very, very old organization, and they have a child abuse hotline. And you call okay. 1-800-4-A-CHILD. And they are trained people who can assess what you're telling them over the phone if they need to call in Child Protective Service, need to call the police, and they can talk to you about what's going on. But very often, people see really obvious stuff, which simply requires a call to your police department immediately, and people don't call. And also, your teachers, your doctors, your nurses, these people are mandated reporters. Is there is a law, it was passed like 30 years ago, yeah. that these people are obligated by law to report mm-hmm. suspected child abuse. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the number of them that do not report, it's just shocking when you look at how yeah. many cases of teachers sexually abusing kids and the yeah. other teachers knew. Those people are by law expected to have picked up the telephone. They didn't do it. Yeah, so it, indeed, if, if, you, if you see something where it's blatantly obvious a child's being abused, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You can call it in. When you call things in, Department of Children's Services, and they do a welfare check, that's anonymous. You can report okay. things anonymously. Mm-hmm. And you can call, if you're not sure, you don't feel confident enough, yes, I saw this, I'm calling the police, I'm calling Department of Children's Services, call 100 for a child, call Child, uh, child Help USA, and yeah. let them assess it and tell you what's going on. Yeah, and folks, I, I want to add to that, too, please. You know what? We're all here to make a difference. Don't be one of those people that just sit on your couch, say somebody else will take care of it. Our children are our future. 
And let the professionals assess it. If you say, well, I can't tell for sure what's going on. Well, there's a bunch of people who went to school for four years, eight years, who have degrees and licenses, who work for the police department, who work for the Department of Children's Services, who have been trained for years and have years of experience dealing with these situations, who can absolutely assess it. That is, in fact, their job. Right. Let yep. people who are professionals who assess this do their job, and if they go in, they can say, okay, no, it's nothing going on at school, or they yep. will go out and, f- and find out what's happening. But absolutely, yeah. don't just sit on your hands. Yeah, absolutely. So, so folks, I hope that uh, something that Allison and I are saying today, if you're experiencing, you're seeing something, you're questioning something, do something. Pick up the phone, make a call, make a difference, save a child. Um, and if you yourself have been abused, and maybe yeah. it was years ago, maybe you think I can't report this to anybody, I never reported it, well, okay. what's the point of telling anyone now? You can talk to the people at Child Help USA. You can talk to the people at uh, RAIN, uh, rape and uh, abuse, uh, incest. There's a whole victim support line at RAIN. Okay. And uh, they're on. They also do a lot of stuff now on the net. You can email these people if you don't feel comfortable talking on the phone. Okay. Um, uh, Rain is the Rape Abuse Incest National Network. It's Rain with two N's. R A I N N. They fit their Rain dot org and there's childhelp.org. dot org. These people. Absolutely. They will listen to you. They will also, if you say, I think I need to report people, they have uh, a sexual assault hotline. There's an online hotline. You can talk to people at a hotline about having been sexually abused or raped. They don't care if it was 40 years ago. There are people who will talk to you. And in many states, you may still be able to report it to police. Okay. Good so point. that's no. the thing. Not talking about it is never the correct answer. <laughs> oh, good, good point to make on that too. Now you can uh, you can vary who it is you're talking to. Maybe you talk to your shrink. Maybe you talk to a friend. Maybe you call yeah. one of these numbers. But I can guarantee you, whoever you decide to talk to, maybe the police, maybe yeah. it's Rain or Child. Not talking to anybody. Wrong answer. Exactly. To you have to get out. Yeah. Now, is this information on your website? Um, actually, yeah. Uh, let's see what's on my website. I have a lot of links to things. You're gonna, uh, my okay. website, I have all my stuff about what I'm doing in my latest newsletter about touring and whatnot, and my Twitter and my Facebook, my Tumblr and everything else. Yeah. But um, if you, as I said, if you go online, for instance, um, uh, uh, Rain, which is just Rain with, with, with two N's, R-A-R-A-I-N-N, you can just, you can Google them, and they're online. There they are. Okay. Um, Child Help USA. Can't okay. be easier to find them. One eight hundred for a child, okay. um, and and they're at uh, childhelp. Um, dot org. Easiest okay. thing in the world to find. And then if you decide that you've just had enough of seeing this happen over and over again, and people get away with it, yeah. well, then you go hit us up at protect. dot org, okay. where we're going state to state and changing the laws so these people who repeatedly, repeatedly abused and raped and hurt children. Wow. will stay behind bars. You see these people walking out the courthouse doors because there are loopholes in yeah. the law where convicted mm-hmm. sex offenders go free. And that's yeah. what we're putting a stop to at Child Help. Good. That's Protect, at protect.org. Child Help deals directly with the victims at Protect. We're in Washington, D.C. and your state capital. You may need laws changed in your state. You may discover that your state mm-hmm. has a loophole in the law that is not protecting children. Okay. If you go to protect.org, you can find out what you can do in your city and state to actually change laws to protect children. 
Very good. Now, can, one thing you didn't share was your website. We want everyone oh, to get website, your book which here, is my nice friend. Fun, but it has <laughs> links to many of these lovely things. Yeah. I am indeed at www.hgd.com forward slash Allison. But if you Google me, yeah, Google me. I'm everywhere. Okay. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on MySpace. I have the yeah. official Allison Arngram Confessions of a Prairie Bitch on the Allison website. <laughs> But I am all over the web, and it's always just Allison Arngram. I'm Allison Arngram on Facebook. I'm Arngram on Twitter. I'm really easy to find. And now you've got some upcoming events, or are you taking a holiday now, finally? Well, I guess two weeks, but I suppose that's a holiday for me. I never stop Um, because I just did. I said Walnut Grove in Wisconsin, and I got two weeks off uh, this week, and then I go back to Wisconsin to a place called Pinecrest, Wisconsin, that has a wonderful 1800s historical site, and that we'll be talking about Little House in the Prairie there. And then I'm going uh, into Chicago, uh, where I'm speaking at a convention of lawyers who work with abused children. Um, And then I'm and then I'm in France. (laughs) Yeah, you love Paris, France, don't you? I do. Well, I go all over France. I mean, I fly into Paris and I, I hang out in Paris. But I take my show that I do in French, and I go to small towns all over the French countryside. It's really quite fun. Nice. Now, so your French is pretty good then. Well, oui, je fais le spectacle en français. C'est très, oh, look très, at you. Difficile. But yes, I do. I had to learn to do the show in French. Well, I, I go back to school. It, here in Canada, we have we learn French in school, like I guess Americans learn. Spanish, is that right? Well, yeah. If you're if you're in the middle, because you're you're what Toronto? I, yeah, by 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 Toronto, so Ontario. Yeah. See, see, if you're in the middle of Canada or Eastern Canada, you learn French because you have mm-hmm. Quebec there all over Eastern Canada. That's right. Yeah. These Westerners, I tell you, Vancouver and folk, yeah. we don't get the French as much. I mean, it's on all oh. the packages and the TV commercials. But um, Not my mother spoke some French. My father didn't speak French at all. He's from mm-hmm. Saskatchewan. Uh-huh. And most of my Vancouver friends, the only ones they know really speak fluent French are the ones who got, like, a government job. <laughs> oh, well, I can tell you, we own a, a um, all through school, took French, mm-hmm. and but it's the Parisian French, not the Ontario French, Canada French, and we own a condo in Quebec, um, nice. Canada. Well, we can't talk the language. If we no, no, you know, have, I, have no idea what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Parisian French I might as well talk Chinese. Quebecois. Are two entirely different languages. You need to learn to speak Celine Dion French. Exactly. Well, my husband just waves his hand and yells. He figures they'll understand him that way. Uh, and draws that's pictures. sort of an American thing to do. That's that's the American way. Wave your hands and yell. Exactly. Well, on that note, folks, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Allison is going to share some really behind the things scenes with some of the actors from Little House on the Prairie. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Change your coffee experience forever with Kamano Island Coffee Roaster. Fair trade, certified organic, shade-grown delicious coffee. The Kamano Island Coffee Roasters are giving back. Receive a free pound of the most popular single origin coffee, Papua New Guinea, to the first 250 callers. The number is toll-free, 855-438-8671. Just pay $8.95 shipping and handling, and you can try triple certified coffee for yourself. The number is toll-free, 855-438-8671. This is a free pound of coffee that retails at $16.95. Once you've tried this coffee, 
you will automatically be enrolled in the Coffee Lovers Club for free and will always receive free shipping and nearly 30% off retail of your coffee orders. This coffee is going to knock your socks off. That number again is 855-GET-TOP-1. We say top one because this coffee is the top 1% grade. That's 855-438-8671. The Ascension Foundation, serving to build an interdimensional community. The Ascended Masters invite you to join them in co-creating this mission. Allow the Masters to lead the way in activating the wisdom of your heart consciousness and raising your vibration. You can communicate with them directly by attending apportation events and classes in mediumship, crystal light energy healing, alchemy, master studies, past life regression, and more. For a schedule of classes, workshops, and special events, visit theascensionfoundation.com. That's theascensionfoundation.com. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor The Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Hi, my name is Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness. Are you a seeker, a dreamer, one of those people who's always known that there should be greater possibilities available but haven't yet been able to create it as your life? I'd like to help. Go to creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. There's a free video and audio series created especially for you. Once again, creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. It's free and it's designed to give you the actual tools that you need to create the life you've always been looking for. Creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. If you or anyone you love has a degenerative or bulging disc, you need to know the doctors at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. For bulging discs of the back and neck, they use the DRX 9000 spinal decompression machine. It gently creates negative pressure on the specific degenerated disc that allows the body to naturally repair itself. No drugs and no surgery. The website is bellevue.wellness1.net to learn more about spinal decompression at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. Dr. Pat Show. I'm Sue London, filling the host seat today for my wonderful friend, Dr. Pat. My guest is Allison Arngram, and she's also known to many of you as Nellie Olson from Little House on the Prairie. Now, Allison, um, let's talk about some little behind-the-scenes secrets that people won't know about Little House on the Prairie. (laughs) Well, I mean, one of the ones that blows people's minds, I also tell them, is a you know, there was no water in Simi Valley. We filmed the show in Simi Valley because, you know, it's just in Minnesota, and they were saying, that doesn't look anything like Minnesota. It's like, well, that's because it was California. And there's no water in Simi. We had that beautiful babbling brook by the little house and <clears throat> that lovely stream with the mill. Yeah. There's nothing out there. It's practically a desert. That's oh. all artificially pumped in. There's a huge pumping oh. system that had to be installed. <laughs> So that lovely stream by the mill and the thing by the house, it's all completely piped in from city water and just run through with a pump. Wow, I didn't know that. 
And so, yes, it's all, it all looks so lovely and so natured. It's all so artificial. <laughs> wow. Now, the, thanks for taking that away from the show for me. Sorry. <laughs> so, who, the dreams are real. That's about the best I can tell you there. Well, so who do you like working with the most? My my favorite person to work with. I mean, everyone was so amazing on the show. I mean, I uh, I joke about Michael Landon wearing no underwear. But oh, don't get me started on that again. True. I he was fabulous. The guy was a genius. I mean, he really, really was incredible. He was writing the show, directing the show, producing the show. He was a very unusual person to uh, come up as a young actor from Bonanza and then create this whole show and take these books. They didn't want him to make Little House on the Prairie. It was yeah. the 70s. They wanted him to be like a sexy detective or something. Okay. And NBC wanted him to have a show, but they didn't want him to have Little House. The network didn't think it was a good idea. Oh. But it was Michael Landon who said, no, I want to play Charles Ingalls. I want to do these books and make this family show, which okay. is completely against everything he was being told. So it was okay. really it was him who made that happen. Mm-hmm. And then he, of course, decides that Charles Ingalls' paw should be sexy. Because the real Charles Ingalls, was a farmer who had mm-hmm. a very long beard and looked kind of like, well, some 1800s gunfighter guy. He looked totally like one of those... the opposite. Yeah, if you ever saw a photo, a tintype photo of Paul Ingalls, you'd yeah. think it was one of those sort of deranged 1800s gunfighters with the steely eyes and a beard. He doesn't look handsome at all. Scrawny mm-hmm. thing. And here's right. Michael Lana with his mane of hair, looking gorgeous, and he would wear these tight pants with no underwear and. <laughs> And, and in the 1800s, people didn't take their shirts off in public every five minutes, like Paul yeah. Ingalls somehow could never keep his shirt on. Yeah. He knew that people were tuning in, it was mostly women, and that he was sexy. Mm-hmm. And yes, it was a family show, but everyone was madly in love with him. And it was kind of sexy, you know, a moon, the moon goes behind a cloud, sexy. But <laughs> there was Pa, we had yeah. no shirt and the tight pants, and he was, he was the sex symbol of the show, which just made it totally bizarre but so guys, got the was, all my favorite in. person really was melissa gilbert i mean <clears throat> yeah we played mortal enemies on the show mm-hmm. but we hit it off and became really good friends and all those scenes you see were punching each other and yelling and screaming and knocking each other about mm-hmm. we're laughing so hard we can barely get through the scene wow that's what surprised me when i was reading your book about who got along and who didn't i was surprised at that right yeah, because you would think that the people who would bond would be the two sisters that, like Melissa Gilbert, and Melissa Sue, would be thick yeah. as these. No, they really didn't get along at all. They had mm-hmm. nothing in common, and and Melissa Gilbert really was kind of hoping she'd get a big sister. Nope, Melissa Sue, no interest whatsoever. Wow. But then Nellie Olson comes along, and she and I hit it off, mm-hmm. and so Nellie and Laura wind up becoming best friends. And Mary won't play with either one of them. I mean, this is so not what you would expect. And, I mean, that's the crazy thing is Melissa Gilbert and I, we're still friends. We're on Facebook and Twitter and we text each other. I mean, it's completely crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amazing. And um, your brother was actually Laura in real life, Melissa's brother. Right. Willie, yeah. Nellie Olsen's yeah. brother, was actually Melissa Gilbert's brother. Jonathan Gilbert played mm-hmm. Willie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot of relatives on the show. Um, we had, you know, Matt Laberteau played Albert Ingalls, the adopted boy. Okay. And his brother, Pat Laberteau, played Andy Garvey. Okay. And then you had Edda Plum, the school teacher, which was Leslie Landon, which was Michael Landon's daughter. Oh. And then if you throw in the baby Carrie was played by twins, and baby Rose was played by twins, and baby Grace okay. was played by twins, okay. and then my twins, Benny and Jenny, everybody on that show was related to everybody else. Oh, <laughs> 
And there, each morning, um, I, in the book you talked about, Michael had this tradition of having a drink starting off the show. Yes. Um, the crew always had enough beer to get through a hot day, and he would usually start himself with a nice bit of wild turkey and a styrofoam paper top. And, and then at the end of the day, they would do the serious drinking, where they'd get out the boards up on sawhorses and make tables and have a bar. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we, of course, had our rap party every year. We'd go to the racetrack and bet on the horses. So it was a little more Mr. Edwards than Paul Ingalls, I think, with the drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now, folks, we just touched on a little bit of behind-the-scenes stuff here, and we're kind of teasing you because I want you to get a copy of this girl's book. Now, There's a um, lot in there. I do cover a oh, lot of ground. You cover a ton of ground in there. <laughs> and Now, tell everybody again, what's the name of the book? Confessions of a Prairie Bitch, How I Survived Being Nilly and Sudden Learned to Love Being Hated. Okay, and I want you all to go and get a copy of that. And now, where do you want where do you want them to go to get a copy? Oh gosh, just click on over on Amazon. Everywhere. <laughs> you can go on Amazon. You can get them all. You okay. can get it in hardcover, softcover. You know, you get it on your Kindle. You can get it in French. Get it any way you like. And, and folks, that's just a, a bit. You're going to learn so much about Allison in that book, and it truly, truly is an amazing book. Now, you've got some events coming up. Where are you yes, going next? I'm going to be going back. I just got back from Wisconsin, and I'm going back to Wisconsin, but a different part. There's okay. a place in Wisconsin called Pinecrest Historical Village. Okay. And it's really cool, and I'm going to be there on August 11, uh, where I'll be signing autographs and the book and talking mm-hmm. to people. And it's going to be very little house in the prairie because they have this whole uh, village, and it, they do that interpretation of farm life where they churn butter and things, and it's like ma- uh, the area out there, it's called uh, Mantawak County, and it's going to be like 1850s to 1900s, okay. and it's really gorgeous. They've even got a steam train and all this stuff, and they nice. have a nature trail, and it's nice. just beautiful and a very educational, and I'll be there that weekend. Nice. Well, folks, you want to check this girl out. If you got the opportunity to meet uh, her don't hold back. Don't hide behind your parents, kids. Go up and give this girl a <laughs> big fight. She does not bite. And please don't throw anything at her. She is a wonderful girl. Guys, check Allison out at hgd.com forward slash Allison. Mm-hmm. Allison, as always, I love you, my friend. You're such a special Thank person. You. <laughs> You're welcome anytime back with us. All righty. Thank you very much. <laughs> and you have a good day, too. Thanks. Folks, uh, be sure and check out Allison's book. It truly is amazing. And if you want to know more about me, go to my website, com. Now I want to thank my guest today, Allison Arngro, for being with us. And I want to thank all of you for tuning into the Dr. Pat Show. It has truly been an honor for me to fill the host seat for my special friend, Dr. Pat. Now please join me on Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. And my guest is going to be Thomas Pope, and we're going to be unlocking the ancient power of your birthday with the code. So on behalf of my guest, Allison Arngram, my wonderful producer, Benny, Dr. Pat Basili, and myself, Sue London, we wish you much love and many blessings. I look forward to inspiring you again real soon. So have a fantastic week, everyone. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. 
Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. You're tuned in to Transformation Talk Radio. Think the Dr. Pat shows the cat's meow? Just listen to what some of her transformative guests have had to say. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? A believe in yourself always. Remember that uh, you are a gift. You are a miracle. And the only way you can return any part of that gift is what you do with it. Live into yourself. Be that miracle. I love it. Eldon Taylor, everyone. And, and thank you, Pat. I love joining you. You're a wonderful host. Thank you. And we're going to bring Eldon back because we, we just haven't even scratched the surface here. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Thank you for listening. And keep us tuned in right here on Transformation, Transformation Talk, Talk Radio. Radio. Just stop what you're thinking right now and ask yourself, if I could have anything I desired, what would it be? Now expand that energy beyond anything you have ever imagined. That energy, that is you. What if you could have access to that all the time? Curing the incurable are for those that desire a different possibility with their life and their body. Does that excite your molecules? Well, check out Liam's website at liamphillips.com. The hit radio show Authenticity Rising with Christine and Sabrina is energizing people everywhere to rise to the occasion of their lives. Do you feel overwhelmed by all the information out there that's designed to improve your life? Do you feel that you're destined to become more? Are you sometimes afraid to fully express who you are? Let Authenticity Rising with Christine and Sabrina help you to step into true empowerment, leading you to greater joy, ease, and abundance. Co-host Christine Upchurch and Sabrina Fritz invite you to join them every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio and rise to the occasion of your life. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and I want to share something amazing with you. If you're sick of information and ready for an extreme transformation, then check out world-renowned energy healer Ann Taylor at FasterQuickerBetter.com. She's been creating miracles in tens of thousands of people's lives for over 16 years, and I'm one of those people. You, too, can easily do the same by simply listening to her recordings. If you want to miraculously eliminate fears, worries, and negative beliefs, then you owe it to yourself to purchase her amazing package, which includes over 50 pieces of healing work. Thanks to Anne's 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Hurry over to FasterBetterQuicker.com and finally experience the quantum leap in consciousness that you truly deserve. 
called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Pat-Show.com for listening times in your area.